What is up, Glow Getters? We're back. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Somebody had to move, so I had to deal with life. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks, guy. Congratulations. Thanks. I appreciate it. It's taken it. a long time. Wow. <sighs> Much longer than we anticipated. But Tyler, it's taken over a year. Wow, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> Tyler lived with my parents by himself for a little while, you guys. You guys. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have ever done that, but hey, it builds it builds character. Wow. It builds character. So good for you. It's so good for you. You want to mm-hmm. go through some expedited growth? <laughs> Just move in with your go almost with- in-laws. Go ahead. Alone by yourself. By yourself. No handbook. Let your girlfriend stay for like three heard. or four months. <laughs> and all you have are the stories that you've heard. For oh shit! He did great. He did great too. <laughs> Round of applause. He did. He's done beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Well, that was actually a perfect way to start the episode because tonight we're talking about love. The romantic kind. Oh. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Man. What I love about us so much, actually, I was thinking about this earlier today when I was thinking about us recording this episode, is that we are similar in so many ways. But in this way, during our entire friendship, we have always lived in the opposite. Besides. Just like by chance. Yeah. Like, well, I'm just here. Yeah. My but I love it because I think we get to live a little bit through each other, too. Vicariously, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think so, for sure. I get to try to, and I get to try to, like, help you. I get to help mm. you see what, like, I wasn't able to do mm. in my marriage. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. Like, I, like just because, like, we just weren't. We weren't there. We weren't there yet. We weren't prepared yeah. to truly look at ourselves yet. Yeah. We were still like, I don't know what to look at, you know? Yeah. And that's so really been, rewarding. That's lovely. That's part of why I coach, right? Because I like to help people get mm-hmm. out of a place I've already been and was stuck at many times myself. Yes. So I'm like, if you need some help, yes. I got you. <laughs> because, yes. Um, that's like my whole thing with all my yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the our entire friendship, I have been with the same partner. I've been with Tyler for the whole been like it's been nine years in October. Nine. October will be nine years, yeah. That's wild. It's basically been a decade. Another one. <laughs> Another one. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um and Camilla has been mostly single our entire yes. friendship. So I've, I've tried. I've, I've tried my hand. She has given it a done. good try, a couple of good tries. I will say she's really. I've given it a go. A good she's go. She's done in there. <laughs> I've got in uh, the ring. So uh, oh, tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, this episode, um, I think we've decided we're going to focus a little bit more just on like the relationship, the committed relationships, 
yes, couples, long-term lovers, married, yes, together forever. However, you identify, right? Um, Yes, maybe you just got together. That's okay. Learn some stuff. I think if you've been together for see what to come. Honestly, anything longer than like a year to me is a long time. Like if I'm with you for more than a year, then I really like you because by that point, like the glow has worn off, you know, like, (laughs) yes. Yeah. Yeah. It takes you by surprise too. You're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. It's been a whole, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When it hasn't been a year yet, it's easy for you to, Uh, I don't know. For me, I'm like, I don't really count the first 12 months. I don't do like monthly anniversaries. Listen up. I don't even remember Tyler oh, and I's like actual anniversary date. Okay, we've just guessed. We just we call it we call, we it, call it yeah. We're like somewhere in that time frame in the last two weeks of October. It was it was right before Halloween. So yeah, who knows? The spiciest but, month of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's mm. when it starts getting cold. That's why we're like shit. <laughs> Aside from Christmas. Those mating instincts again. Like, I need help. I need a person to keep me warm. Like, it's chilly. It's really cold. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, and then we'll just, you know, you know how we do. We're just going to let the conversation carry us from there. But uh, one more distinction yes, I, have a... I wanted to make before yes. we move forward is... That Camilla and I are both hetero, straight ass women. Okay, so yes. <laughs> so a lot of our conversation is gonna be about straight cisgendered experiences, um, because that's what we've had. Yes. And I, I, I live with a gay man, and I have yeah. many, many gay folks in Same. my family yeah. throughout generations, <laughs> and so I do my best to include everything yeah. I hope I, I mean I hope that that makes sense in in my speech I try to speak as general as possible for this very reason yeah. but yeah it is true we are straight and it's just a little bit of a different experience but I think in general lessons in love are are pretty general right like they are pretty broad I think they're applicable people are people exactly they're applicable in any kind of mm-hmm. relationship. It's just in mm-hmm. what way we choose to apply that that thing. Right. So. And, of course, you may <clears throat> see yourself reflected in things that we talk about, and you mm-hmm. may not. And whenever mm-hmm. you don't see yourself reflected in, forget about yeah. it. Yeah. We are not here to preach the truth. <laughs> we are here to share our experiences, and we know that in our experiences mm-hmm. there is some truth because we've met other people who have lived similar experiences so we're not we cannot be the only way we're not claiming that this is like the end-all be-all for your romantic relationship and you're gonna learn everything you need to know to save your marriage that's not what (laughs) one stop shop (laughs) but we are here to talk about it if you need to talk about it but we'll do our best exactly my main focus is that you don't feel crazy anymore crazy or alone <laughs> we're not doing that anymore or alone no more exactly i love that i find myself keep like having to repeat that to people yes recently like you're not alone remember 
You're not yeah, alone. Same. Remember, you're not alone. Don't let your brain convince you Don't that you're alone. Don't let it trick you. That would be silly. <laughs> Very silly indeed. But what I would like to say is, you know, if you are not a heterosexual person, you know, please do your best to not dismiss the information um, yes. just in case something does resonate with you. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I try not to dismiss stuff. Yeah. Which we should all try. I agree. Anyway, I basically have a bunch of questions for Desiree so that (laughs) we can add some, you know, discipline to our talks. Okay? Because we know, we watched that first episode, too. Yeah. She watched that first episode, too. And I know, because I experienced it, that we kind of, whoop, whoop. So we took notes. So I have some questions. I'm pretty excited. We've attempted this a couple times now. Third time. So Third time's a charm. Number three. I got it right this time. <laughs> oh, man. So are you ready? Ready. <clears throat> okay. First off, you've been together for nine years, yeah. right? Okay. So... How the hell do you guys keep from killing each other? How do you how do you fight or how do you not fight? Uh, I kind of like how do you fight? Like how do you fight now? Yeah. And how did you fight before? Yeah. Give us a, a before and current scene yeah. like, so people can see that something had to happen. Yes. Yes. So uh, we need a little bit of history, right? in order to understand where we're coming from. So, Desiree, when she was 21, almost caught a case. (laughs) Literally, you guys. It's my favorite Ah. story. (laughs) And we'll tell the the story itself, I think, when we talk about, like, actually dating, because that was a different Desiree for sure, right? But... (laughs) almost got a case and and after that relationship I was like I cannot be with someone who makes me absolutely not. now for sure for sure he didn't just make me that way right like I also enabled and stayed and it was a toxic relationship it was the most and probably really like the only toxic relationship I've ever been in like most of my relationships I get something healthy out of it um but that one was just like (laughs) I mean it was a healthy lesson no there were a lot of healthy lessons healthy yeah Yeah. but a lot of it's not pleasant to have to learn them yeah it was a crash course in what (laughs) not to do we said we wanted to learn quick right so why do we do after that I was celibate for two years um, after leaving mm-hmm. Alaska, uh, and I was there mm-hmm. for about a year and a half after, and I broke up, so I'll use his name because I know he'll never listen. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, but I wish him the best. I do. <laughs> um, so He's a person. Yeah. So I was there for a year and a half, did a lot of dating and singledom. Um and moved to Washington. I didn't know anybody. <laughs> so my social life just mm-hmm. kind of died. 
Um, and with that, it was just a really good time for me to lean into myself a little bit. So for that two years, I was going to therapy twice a week. Um, I still had my dad's TRICARE. So I used like the last year of that um, and then kept up like my personal exercises, journaling and stuff throughout the two years. I really went into a lot of self-work and like figuring out how I was going to not be that same version of myself in any next relationship. <clears throat> so I scared myself, right? Like when we see what we're capable of in anger, when we're enraged, um, it's, it's scary. scary. It's scary. And to know that like, I, it could have been worse. <laughs> like it really could have been worse. But it was bad enough, right? And so I told myself that whoever I was going to be with next, I was never going to do that to them. I was never going to be so enraged and have so much resentment and anger and frustration pent up against them that it exploded in such an unhealthy way. Um, Absolutely. Thank God. And universe heard me and mm-hmm. sent me a package completely different than every other package I've ever received. Wrap in blue ribbon boots. <laughs> yes. They sent me a, a little Irish man from Montana. He's not little. He's pretty tall. He's like 6'1". <laughs> I don't know why I called him little. Because he's so skinny now. I was say straight from Montana. Anyways. We'll oh talk God, about he that was, later. He's he so great. small now. I saw him the other oh my day. God. I'm like, can you That's eat like... some food, though? How can not eat food when I'm walking around, Desiree? Because my ass is just <laughs> getting bigger, okay? I like... It's not going to work out. You're like, please. You need yeah, help. I'm with just muscles. trying to help you out. <laughs> help your legs. Help your legs. So anyways. Yeah, they delivered me Tyler. So you meet this person. And... Uh, at a party. Yes. And we had a one night stand. <laughs> I didn't really, I honestly never expected <laughs> If you had told me we would still be together, I would have laughed in your face. If you had told me back then that like I was going to stay with him for nine years, I was like, no way. We're way too different on paper. But it just works. Um, here we are now when we first got together I had developed some really I had a lot of fear of myself right and so I was scared to communicate Mm -hmm. my anger Mm -hmm. Tyler is a very he's Mr. Fix-It he is Mr. Fix-It and Fix-It right now he doesn't like that break time he doesn't like the silence or like not resolving it like that's not his thing <laughs> it allows his brain to wander too yes. much you yes. see so for explanation he also happens to has us. adhd so there's also that right like yeah <laughs> just tell me you're upset and you need time to cool down right. and now i just need some kind of explanation right But I was at a point where I hadn't been in a relationship for two years. And the last one I was in, I had this unhealthy reaction to anger, right? So I had really shut myself down. And I was like, 
if you don't have anything good to say, Desiree, just don't say it at all. But obviously what was happening, and when I think of that time, my throat gets so, like, irritated. It's so interesting. I bet. But I was just holding so much in because I didn't want to Mm -hmm. hurt his feelings. But in that, he wasn't receiving any kind of explanation or energy, right? When we fight, we need energy. This is the thing. Like, conflict happens. So when when it comes up, we have to have the energy to duke it out. Like, we have to both be in a place that we have the energy to do it. But that momentum comes from each other. It's cyclical, right? I feed into something and I respond to something and vice versa. And that energy then allows me to process that piece and respond to that thing. So when you when you not only have the natural urge to want to fix things right away, but then you're not receiving any energy to try to even fight with, you're just like fighting with yourself. And I've recently, I've really been in like the last year putting myself in his shoes a lot during that time in our relationship. I'm like, man, how frustrating. <laughs> oh, wow. Because I'm just like, I'm so glad you're here. Like anything. (laughs) Right. You're just breathing and he's like, what's going on with this person? God forbid he asks you what's wrong. You're like, nothing. And when I did say something, it wasn't nice. It was very snappy. I would go between being like aggressive and passive aggressive and and it it was just so strange. I did a lot with my body language for sure. Like (laughs) Like, I would shut down literally my heart. I would, like, sink into mm-hmm. myself. I'm, like, shutting you off energetically. Um, mm-hmm. And and his mother used to do some of the same things. So there's also that, right? Like, that played a part in if I was kind of reopening. That's why he could call you out. He's no, like, yeah. you, I don't know what you're doing. You're like, no, that's not what I'm doing at all. What I'm doing is yeah. I'm just, like tired i'm tired i'm just like really tired yeah he's like no you were tired yesterday yeah. and the day before and the day so before that, that went on for a few years for the beginning of our relationship and i feel like you guys needed that history to understand what then happened because the next part won't take so long but it's more recent too like mm-hmm. i've talked to you guys about the more recent well, things you know like that's how he responded. That's how you responded. So how would he respond to to conflict in a in a nutshell beforehand? Um, mostly he just wanted to address it right away. And for sure, there was always this. He always felt like he was being blamed. So he goes on the defense, and I'm already an offensive player. Like that's already just who I am. <laughs> so it would okay. really charge my anger. I think when he would get Mm -hmm. so defensive um right and then me also just not knowing how to respond to that right like I had never been with someone who had been defensive who hadn't done anything wrong (laughs) (laughs) the thing is I've had men be defensive with me when they've done something fucking wrong right like that's when it makes sense I'm like why are you so defensive about this, though? Like, a guilty conscience. We're just like always doing shit wrong. We're like, what did I do? I'm so sorry. So, 
Yeah, so he would get very defensive, and that would trigger then my offensive, you know, personality. Um, but again, I was also in this. You're like, what? Did you do something that needed? I was also in this space where I was like, don't you fucking say anything if you can't say something nice. (laughs) Man, I have to go to the bathroom. Yes. So for sure we did have a couple of like explosive fights. Um we don't we've never called each other names. Like we've never gone we've never gone to a point of no return, obviously. We're still here. Um perfect. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever said to Tyler is to get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> yes. Ooh, those were dark times. Wasn't that when my leg was broken? Uh no, that was before. But you were, who knows, you were away during that time. I don't know where you were, Interesting. but you were away. It just helps me with timeline, guys. That's why I'm asking. (laughs) So, okay. So you, Tyler's defensive, your offensive slash passive aggressive, depending. And now we're fast forward to today. So. Today, we still have the same tendencies. This is what's so funny, right? They never really go yes. away because... Yes! This is what humans yeah, need to understand. Yeah, these things Pay never attention. really go away. We just get better at handling them mm-hmm. and managing them and responding to them. And instead of an argument taking us five days, <laughs> it takes us five minutes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Like what? It's a time saver. We're in America. We love saving time, guys. Pay attention. Save time. You just save your heart. Exactly. Yeah. But you have to stop heart attack. (laughs) Yeah. So fighting never ends. I think that's one thing. If I would want to tell any couple anything, fighting fighting never ends. Right. Conflict is natural. You live with this person. I would say with the amount of the amount of traveling that people do, maybe maybe like 90% of the time now, right? But like still, you are in high contact with this person. They're going to get on your fucking nerves one of these days. Period. <laughs> Period. It's going to happen. It sucks. <laughs> I know. But if you want to be around human beings, then I'm sorry. Exactly. They also have feelings, etc. So now when we fight... um. We have, there's this idea, I'm sure you guys have probably seen several types of like reels or content or whatever about it, but this idea about like safe words, right? How do we call somebody on a behavior we're seeing in a way that is safe, that when they hear us say this word or this phrase, they know like, okay, I gotta, let me pull back a little bit and look at this from both perspectives and see where we've missed each other because there's conflict now. Um, so for Tyler, which is essentially like, you just said something that triggered me. Here's a safe word. So if it's, if it's Tyler, (laughs) that's been triggered. If I say something like, Hey babe, um, next time you change the laundry, can you make sure to put two dryer sheets instead of one dryer sheet? Well, I didn't know that you did two dryer sheets. 
I'm not blaming you for something. I'm giving you a piece of advice that will help you later. This is my safe phrase. Mm -hmm. When I say this phrase, he Mm -hmm. gets to like, okay. (laughs) Okay. I got a little defensive because I immediately was like, but I didn't know. (laughs) Chill, chill, chill. It's cool. Right. I know you didn't know. Or I know that you forgot. And so that's okay. I'm just reminding. (laughs) Now, that's ideally how the conversation goes. It doesn't always go that way, depending on what kind of mood we're in that day, right? So sometimes it takes a little longer. Sometimes I have to say that phrase like four times before. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> before I am heard. I'm not upset. I'm not upset. For real. You're for really real, trying to stay real. calm because you're like, I can't not appear upset. upset when I'm saying I'm not. <laughs> really not a big deal oh man not a big deal this is where breath work really helps us out you guys it does really gotta breathe it's not that you're it's not that you're lying about not being upset about it it's just that you're gotten you've gotten to a point in your evolution where you now recognize at the same time that you're upset that you don't want to be upset about this thing anymore in the present moment yeah, right? it's such a waste so of energy. At the same time, yeah. exactly. You're like, this to me has become pointless. Like, we've decided that it's pointless, but now we're in the practical part of the decision that I've made that it's pointless. Like, that doesn't mean that it's not going to bother me, like, still a little <laughs> bit. It's that in the moments, like, I have to do this rationalization and you have to do it in real time. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, it's very interesting when you are aware enough to see that you are do what you're doing in real time, which is these two things. While I'm trying to have a conversation with you, I'm also talking to myself. And I'm yes. Losing. You gotta you gotta breathe because yes. remember, remember what we talked about. We're like right, Tyler. It's really not a big deal. I swear to God. I swear to God. Yes. You get to the point where you're going to be like, all you're feeling is me now trying to rationalize. Yes. So you're feeling this weird energy, but don't even worry about yes. it. Don't even trip. Yes. Don't even trip, dog. <laughs> it's fun. So a really good example was earlier. Earlier today, we had one of today? these fights. So these kinds of fights have been happening a little more often because we've been moving. So we both have been stressed. We, yes, high yes. tension. So this is where you guys, this is where you really got to like, us fighting all the time right now is okay. I'm okay with it because I understand that this is, it makes yes. sense. And it's just a small period of time. And by the time we pay the next rent and set of utilities, it'll be fine, right? It's just like we're shifting from a place of being really safe in my parents' home to having all these new expenses. And that's stressful for both of us. Even though we've done it before, it Mm -hmm. still is stress to the system. And so I'm understanding that. And I'm like, it's cool. We're both going to have a little bit of heightened energy right now. But earlier today, I gave him a piece of advice for something to do next time. And it was not received well. (laughs) It was not good. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just saying that it would help you next time. And then he got defensive again. I was like, okay. So I walked away for a little bit. 
And <laughs> and then we were on the way to the car, and he was kind of frustrated. The, the front door wouldn't lock. There was something, like, stuck in the lock, so he was getting frustrated with the door. Um, <laughs> and we got in the car, and it was very unresolved, right? And I know Tyler, <laughs> and I know that at some point, if I don't bring it up, he's going to bring it up because it got left unresolved. Yep. So I was like, hey, oh. when we were in the house and I was talking about the keys, I just want you to know, like, I really wasn't picking on you. I'm really just trying to give you a piece of advice for next time that will save us money and time. Okay. I really just need you to hear me on that. And he was like, oh, this is the fourth time you brought it up. And I was like, oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then God. and then I started crying when I said that. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> I was right, you guys. I really know her. I really do. And he was like he was like, No, no, babe. And he immediately grabbed my hand. Uh, this this tells you how far we've come, okay? Because I used to not like to be touched, okay? When I was mad, I'm he like, don't fucking touch hand. No, immediately grab my no. hand. That's what I want to do. That's my yeah. question. I'm like, no, you need to feel me. <laughs> and he was like, listen, I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm responding like this. I've just been stressed, you know, and we're moving. I was like, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry because you're being so like nice about it. Yeah. <laughs> but this this has been an evolution of how we resolve conflict, right? And so immediately because he's made physical contact, and this is one of the hierarchies of my love languages, it's it yeah. keeps me from shutting down. And so then I can feel what I need to yeah. feel in the moment, but I'm also held, literally held by him to feel what I need to feel and be validated. And he's honoring where mm -hmm. he is, where his energy is and just being honest with me. He's apologizing maybe for how he's responding, but he's not over addressing it now. Right. Whereas before he's like, why do you keep bringing this up? Why do you keep bringing this up? And he's just like, he's just snapping at me. And I'm like, why are you so mad at me? I just can't help. And honestly, you're like, because you still have that stanky dank energy right. that tells me that there's still an exactly. And so you're still over here telling me every time we talk that it's fine, but now this time has passed and I can smell that it's not fine. Yeah. So I'm asking yeah. again. But I think, like, really being open to practicing that with your partner. It takes it takes time. It takes time to learn yes, how to fight. Yes. It takes time to learn yes. how to have I, I, also these more extended fights without them getting in the way of your day, right? Because, like, that whole interaction right. lasted for, like, maybe about 30, 40 minutes, right? Because it started in the house. We were already in the car. He was taking me to drop me off at the gym. So, like, there was time in between all of this. When those fights get long, then it tends to ruin our day. 
and then the whole day just gets kind of funky and again we never resolve it um but like learning how to have because you live with each other yeah okay yeah but learning how to have these like endurance fights is really important too um and know that like there's nothing wrong with your relationship if you have them you're gonna have i feel like these this type of communication this type of conflict Desiree is using the term fight, which is fine. Everybody understands that word. I like to use the term conflict because I have a lot of negative connotations to the word fight. For me, it's like literally fighting. And I always have to remind my brain that like, no, like that doesn't really mean it. And I'm like, so they're in conflict. And I'm like, sure, brain, they're in conflict. Whatever word you want to use. So I like to use the word conflict. Um, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like until the, the the two people, no matter the relationship, until the two people can get to a point where they can hear their side, because each relationship takes two, okay? And I I I don't want to, this doesn't mean that like abusive relationships are like, you know, for people that are going to get intricate because you exist, mm-hmm. because I exist and I get real into the details. So, um, but abusive relationships as well, because I've seen many of those, um, it also takes the other person. It takes one of those people realizing a certain amount of strength to somehow remove themselves from the situation at all costs Mm -hmm. okay so even in those situations it does take two Mm -hmm. okay so i feel like until any relationship gets to the point where both of you can hear what the other is saying receive it despite how it may make you feel initially and then accept or, you know, analyze and take your own accountability without having to follow it up with a yeah, but. Because for what a lot of people don't know, and this is just kind of, this is like speech psychology, okay? So when you, buts are, are you have to be careful with buts, okay? Mm-hmm. Because what a but does in a relationship, right? A lot of times we hear them with, I love you, but what the but does is completely negate the first statement okay a lot of times you use it it's a it's a passive aggressive way of speaking mm-hmm. um whether we want to see it that way or not whether we want to accept it that way or not i'm sorry guys that's what semantics does that's what you guys call it that's what we call mm-hmm. it passive aggressive speech when you say i love you but i like you but i mean i respect you but everything has been negated so until you get to the point where you can actually accept your accountability even if you don't see it that Mm -hmm. way and what you simply do is accept that you from your perspective you don't see it that way and you express Mm -hmm. that you don't see it that way because from my perspective i see this yes however you have to you have to also accept that the other person is not you And you cannot invalidate their existence and their interaction with yeah. you. So even though we don't mean a thing that we say, 
we don't mean for it to come off one mm -hmm. way. Oftentimes it does, mm. right? And so until we can figure out why we're speaking that way, why we're talking about those things that way, this this type of the communication that Desiree and Tyler have achieved, I, I don't know what side <laughs> on the screen you're in, but this side, it's you it is imperative that both of you break that barrier mm -hmm. and you're you kind of come into an acceptance of just like who you mm -hmm. are. Yeah. Basically, you have to accept who you are and how you have learned to communicate and you just accept yeah. it and you accept that you're trying to change, yes. but it's a process. Yes. And just because you want to change doesn't mean that by tomorrow, the next time a person triggers you, you're not going to react exactly how you did 10 <laughs> years ago. It's come on. Are you yeah, kidding me? Because at this it point, you, we have however decades. However old you are. We have decades of practice yeah, responding it, this way. Exactly. <laughs> it took you however old you are to get here. Okay? How, are you kidding me? It's going to take a little bit of time for you. If you really focus a lot and you really decide that this is something you want to do, you can make incredible yes. leaps and bounds in the way that you communicate with people, the way that people see you. In terms of that, mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. I'm definitely proof of that. Yeah, same. Um, but I exactly. But until you get to that point, I feel like it's very. It can just you guys can just go around in circles. Oh yeah. So yeah, we used to. I just wanted <laughs> to point that out. Like, yeah, like you both got to a point where you were able to take accountability. Yeah. And let me tell you that, like, you know, we we all have our like petty are all complaints like everything is going to be very similar like there's always one person in a relationship that does more domestic things mm -hmm. than the other because we were just raised that way etc etc okay and it gets annoying sometimes it's like those petty little things mm -hmm. and even in those things we have to learn to to take accountability so yeah yeah you guys have done an amazing an amazing job thanks so you're welcome Another round. <laughs> Another round. So I want to know, we'll move to my favorite question. Okay. So we talked about how you guys fight, which was able to kind of explain sort of at least the the great shift that has happened. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Without spending like three hours trying to tell you guys the story. Exactly. <laughs> so obviously within that shift, so I'll explain. So they've been together for nine years. We met uh, right before their second anniversary. Okay. So what was it like during that gap of time to work on three relationships at the same time? The one with yourself, the one with me, and the one with mm -hmm. Tyler. So what was it like to work on those three? So, actually, I was thinking about this earlier. I know you asked me this at one point when we were recording before. And I realized, mm -hmm. actually, like, I got to kind of stack them, right? Like, I spent that two years by myself, so I really leaned into the relationship with myself. Then I met Tyler, and I got to work on building that relationship a little bit. And then I met you. And so... I got to establish them in layers. You know what I mean? So that, that was really helpful. 
Um, and I think that mm -hmm. really speaks to, I have never met more people that I feel so connected to until I went through that really intense period of self-work. Um, and so I don't think that means that everybody has to go to therapy, you know, like therapy's for you or it's not. However you choose to grow is, mm -hmm. is what's right for you. But I think that the end of the day, it's very important for us to have some real alone time with ourselves and figure out what the fuck we want. Um, and so because I had already navigated it a little bit for myself, I knew how to follow that, that instinct, that intuition. And it's only gotten louder, right? The more I follow it, the louder it gets. Um, yeah. But then I, yeah. But then I, I got to practice that with Tyler for a little bit, for about two years before I met you. Um, mm -hmm. And then I got to practice it with both of you together. And I think that's where it got, like, the most interesting is, like, we all know there's, like, this history-long battle between your best friend and your boyfriend. And there's always this, like, tension and, like, bleh, and somebody can't stand <laughs> exactly you see how so, we feel about it <laughs> so annoying so we that was one of the questions joe asked <laughs> yeah. why does it always like that why is it why like that? yes um and it's just because really at the end of the day the people that we love if they don't have some kind of established relationship of their own they're always going to feel in competition with each other, right? Um, it's a weird it's psychological very, human yes, thing. Again, it comes back to the psychology. You can rationalize out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you can. You don't have to react right. to it. You rationalize out of it, but you still feel it, and you're like, But it Ew. just happens <laughs> immediately, too. Like, it's a biological thing that happens pretty quickly. Um, and then the signals get sent to your brain. By the time your brain gets the fucking signals... Man, you're done. <laughs> it's my least favorite. Yeah. That jealousy. Oh, so there was some of that from Tyler's side when Camilla first came around, but there was none of that from Camilla's side. And Tyler, as long as you are an honest person, and like by honest, I mean authentic and like truly who you are. He's very good at reading that. He has such a sharp intuition for that. Um, Is that I? Yeah, those ancestors, man. <laughs> yeah. Those so are some people. He, I love those yeah, people. Yeah, I think initially, you know, he had had some experiences in the past where, like, his girlfriend's best friends were just, just not, not, even fun to be around um and so not only did not only was she fun to be around but she was he could talk to her without me there and mm -hmm. that was a big change for him but it also really benefited me because instead of feeling like I was in the middle of everything all of the time I knew that I could yeah. let them communicate and figure it out on their own and and they would do it, that they could be two adults together and that I didn't have to be their refereeing shit all the time and, like, 
always or always feeling like I don't know if he really likes her or if or if she can really stand being around him like yes I've never yes and I really tried to make that a point to like I tried to make it a point to let her know that you know he could always talk to me and there were a couple times that like obviously like this is a learned practice so obviously there were times that he did come to you Mm -hmm. to come to me about things because I also lived with them you guys twice yes I had to live with them twice not had to like I saw myself in in an in unfortunate situations and I had the the luck of having two people in my life that were more than willing to to welcome me in which it's not like Desiree went to him and was like Camilla's moving in deal with it no, this was a conversation mm-hmm. that she had without really me being involved mm-hmm. that she then brought to mm-hmm. me. So it was one of the most like beautiful things that um, some people have ever done for me, other than like my neighbor family when I first got here. They really took amazing care yeah. of me. Um, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was not about to let her be so, homeless. No way. For yes. real. So what I'm saying is, you know, we we really had to learn yeah. to communicate. That was yeah. the point of me letting you know. Like, we really had to learn to communicate. So, you know, there were obviously times when he went to her, and we lived in a one-bedroom apartment. I slept on their blow-up and a blow-up mattress. And in that was the room. first time. You know what that I'm saying? That was the first time. Not the, the second time. time. Second time I had my own room. <laughs> Pretty sweet. <laughs> This time she'll have her Man. own bathroom. <laughs> my own bathroom is right. Man, it's very interesting. But but the point is, you know, obviously living with me, like not only is, now he's having to learn to live with Desiree, now he's having to learn to live with me. And I'm try I do my best to like stay out of the way. But there's only so much you can do. You have to interact with people. So mm-hmm. there were a couple times that he had to go to her and like you know what's going on and she had to go ahead okay go talk about it about it go talk about it (laughs) go talk it's gonna be cool yeah it was all that one pinnacle conversation yeah yeah but it's definitely it's definitely been rewarding I would say to work on all three of those relationships at the same time and and we really created we really have created like a little family unit I think so. Yeah. I like to think so. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. I don't have a bunch of other people that I like text like that. It's like random yeah. like, grocery stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you guys as a couple create fun together? Ooh, I love this question. At this point because it used to be really oh, difficult man. because your interests were so like <laughs> opposite. Yeah, this has been a journey. Yeah, this is a fun one. So, like I said, it seems like a I know, I know. (laughs) So, like I said, Tyler and I on paper are very different. We have very different interests. He is okay. If I had to give Tyler an archetype, oh my god, he is the doomsday prepper. He is. I was like, let me pull out my little (laughs) cards. Oh man, yes! He is. Oh my god. <laughs> he is he Mr. Really Security, is. Mr. Safety, Mr. Make sure, listen, you guys, I'm telling you, I've had this vision. 
that when we have a child, he's going to nail down or like screw down the crib. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're not going to take the crib. Like, what? That's me. I'm like, they're not going to oh take the crib. God. They're just going to take the baby. Tyler. But that's okay because Desiree's <laughs> a daydreamer. So I'm like, you know what? You, It's an energetic nail, you yeah. guys. Don't get into the <laughs> exactly. semantic. And um, he's very much here in this physical realm, right? He's very in the 3D. Mm-hmm. He He's really good with the bills. Um, he's really good with making sure that things get fixed. <laughs> around the house right but he also doomsday dreams exactly so. so it's out of anxiety a little bit it's out of anxiety and then sometimes he forgets to do certain things out of anxiety it's a tough and then you have me who's like the artsy dancer athlete like <laughs> uh i've been a singer since like kindergarten i've been in choir so like we're we're very much on opposite sides of the spectrum his I- look at her shirt yeah his idea of a fun day is like to go shooting and then go drink some whiskey somewhere and then maybe come home yeah and order pizza and play some video games and my idea and then watch a movie <laughs> yeah is to like go get dressed up and do like a fun photo shoot and then create some content and <laughs> yeah exactly shake my ass a little bit so, so we're very different on paper. So it's taken us a lot of time, actually, to to cultivate how we spend time together when we both want to have fun. Um, luckily, we're both '90s babies, so we really can relate on like certain types of video games, right? We can play like Nintendo yeah. games, for instance, because we both had a Nintendo growing up. Like a Nintendo yeah. 64, so like. There's been some bleeds. Yeah, there, you guys. they've worked. Yeah, on it. they've worked. We on have it. found common. It's ground. not a desert. No, like, no, no. Play and listen, game. I go shooting with him now. Why? Because it's important for Tyler yeah. to I know that. that I can handle a gun if he was not around, and he comes and watches yeah. me dance now, or he'll like grab me and dance with me in the kitchen, and like he's not a dancer. He's he doesn't want to go oh, dancing so outside. Not yet. Not yet. We're going to get there. No. I used to get so mad at him but, for that. <laughs> but he would never, like, never before would he ever grab me and, like, sway with me in the kitchen. And he'll do that with me now. Yeah, one time I was talking to her on the <laughs> phone and he could see me. And then he came from, be- and we haven't talked to her a while. And then he came up behind her and gave her, like, a kiss, like, right here. And I was like... <laughs> Did you know I was here? Like, I'm sorry. Like, what? And he's like, hey. And I'm like, oh, my God, how you've changed. You've changed. Like, whoa. Yeah. Wow. So. Man, it's all working out. Yeah. Man. And obviously, you know, I'm I'm in the embodiment work now. So I'm not going to sit here and say by any means that I am a low maintenance girlfriend. I, I'm not nope. I am not low maintenance energetically right I'm easy to please materially yeah. but like what I ask of you and how I ask you to show up in relationship is is a lot and it's not that I don't show up the same but it is a lot and not everybody can do it um but the point is that you show up a lot yeah. 
So yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he's probably part of why I'm still single. He has learned how to show up a lot, especially for someone who's mm-hmm. not in this work. He loves what I do. He supports what I do. He thinks that I'm like a magician. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it's just not his. It's not ever gonna be his thing, right? And it's not to say he doesn't do the work. He does do the work. He joins me in doing the work. He's just not gonna go and become a coach himself. Um, of course. But so. me until we go to Ireland. <laughs> right. Right. It'll just awaken wait. in him one day, I think. But <laughs> the point of that is to say, I obviously do ask for a lot in relationship, and he is. He is also, he can energetically meet me in that. He knows how to show up and he knows how to like keep trying his little Aries self, man. That little baby ram. Yeah. He's going to keep hitting that wall until he busts through They're it. Stubborn ones. <laughs> That's when that stubbornness is working for you, boo boo. <laughs> yeah. They're either going to bust through it or they're just going to exactly. pass out. Like, I'm sorry, your horns are not yet developed enough to do this type of bulldozing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Man, but... the little Aries is the way that I see an Aries is like there's an empty field and <laughs> there's a brick wall and, and it's small. It's only like the width of like a door and they r- decide to ram through it instead of like going around the door. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how I see it from, like, a more airy perspective where I'm like, damn, like, you could just, like, (laughs) that's cool. You know what? However, you know what? However you have to learn your lesson. You know what? I've had to learn to let go of that. It's one of my big life lessons is letting go. Like, let it go. Like, people have, let it go. (laughs) Let it go. When they ask, you can help them receive something. Oh, man. It's true. But, yeah. Yeah. We have. We've worked a lot on, like, finding some common ground and some things we can connect on that we can both really relate to. Mm -hmm. And then we also, there's a lot of love in doing something for your partner. Like, sure. I don't necessarily love going shooting, but I do it because it's important to Tyler and I want to be around Tyler. And if that's how he wants to spend an hour of his day, And I also know that emotionally it provides him some security that I know how to handle a gun. I'm going to do that for him. We got to help those dreams. We got to help those dreams. Oh, we'll have a whole episode about dreams, man. We got some crazy dreams in this house. But anyways, anyways. Oh my God. Um, Oh my God. You guys also create scheduled fun time, right? Because for those of you that don't know, because why would you know? Tyler has a crazy schedule right yeah. now. Yeah, he works. He's a correctional. So they have to schedule their or not time. A correctional, yeah, correctional officer in the prison. He's a correctional yeah, that's officer, what they yeah. Um, he works in the prison. So he works five days a week. He works 12-hour shifts and then a 16-hour shift on his last day. And then he has three days off. So it's a rotating schedule. Not even the same five days that he works. It changes every week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we've had we've we've really gotten very stern with our boundaries around our time together, and 
it's not to it's not to be mean with each other. It's just to say we know that that time together for both of us, quality time is important. And that if we don't have that time together, then things are going to fall apart a little bit in the relationship. And communication will get hard. We'll both be feeling a little empty, et cetera, et cetera. So um, it's really important to, I think, also like prepare for fun, prepare for dates, um, because it's not always, it's not always going to be, like, an easy, just, like, oh, let's go out for a movie and a date night, and, like, like, that's, that's cool, and that's fun to do, too, but sometimes it has to be creative, because we have only so much time together, um, and, and we're in this transitional space, too, like I said, financially, so, we're kind of both in a place where we're right now specifically, we're like, we don't want to spend a ton of money on dates. Right. So right now we're being super creative, um, which actually tonight I have some boundaries around this recording and we just hit one out. So, (laughs) so I think that's where we get to pause it for now. Um, I'll have this bad boy uploaded in a couple of days. I'll announce it so you guys can be ready for the drop. Uh, make sure you're following both of us on Instagram. Uh, I'll have the links in the notes and then do me a favor and please, please, please follow my YouTube channel. I'm going to be transitioning a little bit from Facebook and Instagram to YouTube. So I'm going to have some vlogs and different kinds of stuff. Yeah, super excited. Uh, to just be a little bit more intimate with you guys. Um, and then for Miss Camila, you want me to share the shirts this week, babe? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. If you like. She's got. Go ahead. Uh, Give it a click. She's got a yellow one. It looks so good on the yellow. It's just so vibrant. It's so, yeah, I love it. I love it. You guys check out her shirt. There are many colors. I know. Pick your favorite. Yeah. I know now that we've moved and everything, I'm like, okay, I need to look at my money and see what I can spend and order some shirts. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm super, super excited for you to hear this one. Let us know what you think. Leave us comments, questions, whatever you want. Give us some feedback. We appreciate you. I get to go anything. have a date. We heard me. All right, guys. All right, see you guys soon. See you later. Have a wonderful evening. Bye.